This is Art House Roadshow, a podcast on film, faith, and mental health with your hosts, Kyle Myers and Hank Spaulding. You're listening to an Art House Roadshow movie review. Hey everyone, Hank here. Just wanted to apologize for how late this is coming out. We'll be back soon with episode six. We know the series is over, but we hope that you'll enjoy this way too late review of episode five. Take care, everyone. And welcome back, movie nerds, to another episode of the Art House Roadshow. Um, I'm very excited tonight because we have a great episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi to get through. Episode five, we got one left after this. Um, and I'm excited about it because I enjoyed it. And I'm excited about it because who I get to talk to, my two close friends, Luke and Patrick. Uh, before we get started, kicking it over to them, uh, just to remind everyone, if you want to support the podcast, best way to do that is leave a review wherever you listen to us uh, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, wherever. Helps other people find us. So if you want to support the podcast, that'd be a great way to do it. But let's just dive in. I'm excited. Let's see if our uh, friends are excited as well. Um, so what do we think, friends? Uh, let's start with, uh, I think normally we start with Luke. So let's start with Patrick. Patrick, what do you think, man? Oh, I'm so, uh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I thought of all the episodes so far, this one was the fifth one. Um, I think that was really clear. That uh, was really something they were going for. Revenge uh, of the and fifth. I think, I think they really achieved that in a, in a really big way. Um, you know, and say what you want about Lord of the Rings, that's not really something they ever did. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, Luke, what'd you think? <laughs> I thought this was also the fifth one. Uh, logically it followed the fourth one which was great um that is a really good point i didn't even think about that one (laughs) uh i had mixed reactions based on different parts of the episode i text i text of course you did i texted you guys and i said i said multiple things out loud in this episode some of them good some of them not good so excited to dive into that but overall i'm excited to hear that yeah yeah Still no Babu Frick that I'm really like, I'm trying to suppress my rage, but it's, it's really holding it back at this point. I think they need to listen to the fans. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'll ever say about that about Star Wars fans. Mm, 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 mm. Very good. I love that. Guys, can, can I, Hank, can I tell you something right up at the top of the podcast? Like I know we know got it. important stuff to do here. But I'm, I'm really excited because I did homework this week and I went out and I thought, what would make my friends so happy? And I went out and I found some, uh, the, the Internet says these are the best ever Star Wars jokes. And I thought <laughs> okay. that I could just I thought like as we go along, if, if it gets, you know, like too serious or we're like, oh, he's murdering the children. I could be like, but you know what's funny about that? is and i could you know kind of pepper it in right is that is that okay can i bring some of these star wars jokes that is absolutely acceptable that's awesome but i will give i will give a warning if you you listening to this if you do not want to freaking bust a gut like if you do not live near a hospital with medical professionals that are skilled at gut busted procedures (laughs) Throw your phone or whatever you're using to listen to this in the toilet right now because these are these are coming at you hot and they are incredible. 
Absolutely incredible. Can I drop one on you right now? I am so excited. And I don't want to start with the best one, but here we go. Okay. Um, what did Darth Vader say when he walked into a vegetarian restaurant? What did he say? He said, holy, oh my God. Okay. I find your lack of steak disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is great. Oh, that's kind of like a line he said in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) The levity here. This will be the thing that will actually uh, curb Luke's enthusiasm. Yeah. That's right. Oh, you want to share another one? I I don't want to bust people's guts. I'm not ready for that. (laughs) Like too much. One one more then. Like one more for now. Let's do one more. I think that's good. Okay. All right. This is, I, I cannot describe to you how many of these on this list are restaurant-based. This <laughs> is a solid third. This <laughs> is solid. Like, I don't know. Like, you get in the writing zone, I get it. And this is men's health that these are coming from. So you know it's freaking good. Like, you know. Yes, sir. The zingers. This is the same joke, but different. Oh, my God. All right. Don't bust a gut. What did Han Solo say to the waiter who recommended the haddock? The what? What did Han so sorry? What did Han Solo say to the waiter who recommended the haddock? What's that last word you're saying? Haddock. It's a, it's a it's fish. A, it's a fish. Ah, that would that would explain it. Yes. All right. Continue. What did he say? Han Solo said, "Never sell me the cods." Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me? This is great. Woo! Well, now that all of our guts are busted, let's get into some <laughs> of the nitty gritties here. All right, Luke, I want to hear the bad. Like, what? I'm I'm curious. What were the bad words you said? Oh, really? Was great. What were the bad words, or what were the bad moments? What were the bad moments that caused the bad words? <laughs> Match up the bad. Tell us the moment and the word. <laughs> yes, this is. Yes, this is all right. One. Well, okay. So, I mean, this is not that bad, but I felt like I, I they definitely, okay. I love too much diversity. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely not. No, mm-hmm. loved, loved the training flashbacks felt like the de-aging, not great. Felt like I was definitely looking at Hayden Christensen at 40 years old fighting. That's right. That, um, that was really funny. Did they That's, use de-aging? I don't even know if they did. That's the, uh, yeah, it the doesn't question. look like he's old. Yeah. Like, they tried it all yeah i felt like I'm they were like, like let's just i'm like this like, is we this, know this is a 40 year old man even um, my wife said why do i feel like i'm looking at a 50 year old man <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that one was like uh kind of shaky to me um the one where i just screamed what is when darth vader literally stops the ship with the force oh that and... was that was awesome sorry well, go ahead i'm okay. sorry no we're complaining it was awesome, but also remember that scene from Empire Strikes Back when he walks into the hangar and the Millennium Falcon is getting away and he just stares at it as it flies away? That would be a really convenient power to have in that moment, just throwing that out there. So that felt like a little bit of a bridge too far for me. Uh, last moment that I was oh, like, yeah. oh, come on, was at the end, Reva is gut shot. And I'm like, first of all, they're going to leave her to live, which is, I believe the word I used was bullshit. And then the, the final thing was 
the fact that she finds the broken communicator for Bale Organa. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like she didn't figure this out by, by cunning or by skill or by detective work, just sheer dumb luck that that was dropped and broken. And she was able to somehow connect the wires to watch the exact message that was on there played to hear the exact words she needed to. That felt like a little bit too much for me. So those were the things that I yelled at the screen that I didn't like, but there were far more things that I did enjoy in this episode, but those were like, come on guys. So there you go. Yeah. There's, my, there's my rant up front. Now I'm done. It's, it's really funny. They're, they're really making you think now that getting stabbed through the stomach with a lightsaber is no longer a fatal. Totally thing. survivable. It's like not only survivable, but you can come back and thrive. Actually. Qui-Gon was just a punk. That's, let's just that's right. It like, it's, it's, it's all about, I mean, you know, it's that horizontal mm-hmm. motion that really, <laughs> really kills your chances <laughs> yeah and you'd think that if there was like if it was survivable like vader would know and like he maybe would have tried that out and be like ah can't do that again like but like it's it the fact that it's happened twice now and like it looks like yeah reva like reva is actually going to be able to just like pick up and go like <laughs> with that injury um so that's yeah i don't know well what are some of the things that you liked patrick what are some of the things you liked oh it's just gonna make me look like the bad guy I that's love right this, i am i'm gonna do this that one, there's this one really cool part that all true star wars fans are gonna love where um i believe Probably vader walks into a hangar of some sort and there's a ship that's taking off uh and through the power of love and friendship because he wants to see his friend obi-wan so much he puts his hand up and he's like no wait and and the power of love in the universe stops that ship from taking off and it is absolutely absolutely baller um no i loved i really loved the the moment that vader force stopped uh the ship from taking off uh as funny as it kind of was um i really did enjoy that i kind of marked out as a someone who was a casual fan of the uh, force unleashed games mm-hmm. you know and and like the i'm for stopping a ship like it was it, it was no star destroyer um which is canon by the way right of of uh <laughs> star it was a star killer no what was his name no star killer okay cool yeah i know things i know things um but i i really really loved that i did laugh out loud when it's like <laughs> they just get away in like a smaller ship on the other side of that yeah right i thought like like uh, get that I, one <laughs> i love that like i kind of wanted like a raised like dark glove vader like oh the two ships <laughs> thing um i would point out that the, the millennium falcon um finished the kessel run under 12 parsecs and, <laughs> and that would be a much much harder ship to stop uh than you this might little, be right. whatever that this thing is uh no i really did love that uh, i think we got the, all the all the the training flashbacks are really good i kind of yeah. respect that they just like let them be people they didn't try the weird kind of stuff because i'm sure if they did we'd just all be talking about how it looked like you know ugly sonic or something uh really terrible (laughs) like that was so bad um i i I loved that and i this this episode almost made me dislike episode three of this series more uh just because this was so good uh you know what i mean like this was such an iconic kind of like if this was the first time vader was going to see obi-wan and he was like just so close and gets it and you have the dueling thing like i i just really loved the sexual tension the sexual tension between these yep. two were, it was excellent. Um, 
third sister's kind of no, I won't call it a turn, but her, you know, reveal was um predictable but not bad to me. I, I really did like that part of yeah. it. Um, I thought the cast of characters was really strong, like when they got Haja and all the people together, like it was such yeah. a really good um I, I felt like the strengths of the show really shone through. Um, so that was the good that, that I enjoyed I, on first reaction. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like they've, they've got some really unsung like side characters like Tala. I feel like I've been like, I don't know. I've been really impressed with her, even though she hasn't had like a ton of screen time, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's done really well. And I think you're right. Like I predicted after our first review that um reva was actually there to like kill vader not to like serve him and even though i saw that coming from a mile away like i still so did vader what's that so did vader that's right he did (laughs) and that's the thing like though i just i still feel like she captured the emotion of that scene like very well i mean one of the things that i've I've also noticed this is just i don't know why i nitpicked this but like people really don't have good hearing in a galaxy far far away because like there's someone standing like i don't know like seven or eight feet from her when she's telling obi-wan that she wants to kill darth vader like let's talk about proximity because that's right oh and like, by the way the the lightsaber duel between or i mean if you want to call it that but the fight between her and vader is my favorite fight of the show so far that's right he doesn't even use his own lightsaber favorite <laughs> part of the show i loved it i thought it was fun really good but the um that whole exchange from the time where she's talking to obi-wan to to the time they they fall back to second position you have yeah. like stormtroopers storming this hangar and i know stormtroopers are are canonically like bad shots yes. i guess but yes, they're, I know exactly. it's a the full like platoon of them five to ten feet away yeah i mean i'm not exaggerating i'm not being that guy there's like if it was a sword fight people could have died and they're <laughs> like like very few people lose their lives from stormtrooper fire it is ridiculous yeah it it was pretty funny to watch really i I Um, noticed that too i was like they could not because first of all that droid was trying to get hit like he was just stand (laughs) he's gigantic and they only get they only hit him when they are point blank in front of him like the first person i saw a stormtrooper shoot they shot them like six inches from their chest and I'm just, I just remember thinking that I was like, man, they really are playing up how bad stormtroopers are. It was also the shooting. It was also pretty well choreographed. Like you could see from a mile away as a Star Wars fan, like, oh, the very likable droid is going to die and not make oh, it out of this I, firefight. <laughs> droid or droid are heartstrings fodder. Yeah. Right. Yep, like, absolutely. oh, we can't, don't want to kill any of these characters. What can we do? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that the Disney era has done really well is like just have these. I mean, obviously the original trilogy did too, but um, just these such these likable droids that they then murder in front of you. Like <laughs> R.I.P. K2SO. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Anyway, but yeah, that's uh that's pretty intense. But I, um, Luke, uh, before I get into my thing, tell me some of the stuff you did like about the show, just so oh, yeah. that you're not the bad guy. <laughs> I appreciate that opportunity. Um, <laughs> the the flashbacks right the, like, the ending credits he said. <laughs> when it was over <laughs> that was the best part um 
no, the I think the flashbacks like intercutting that duel with the plot, right? And kind of what that duel was telling them about each other, I thought was really good. I thought that was great, really good storytelling um, and very interesting way to incorporate a flashback instead of just like a long and kind of unbroken, you know, like, oh, here's a flashback for the fans. Like it, it mattered for the story. I thought that was really good. Um, I really, I, I, I thought that Riva's quote unquote turn was pretty good. Like it, I, it was believable for me, especially I, I, when, when she did finally like kind of make that turn, I was like, ah, Hank was right. Like I was proud of you in that Thank moment. Thank you. Um, and I thought that was really good. But I, I thought for the first time, we actually saw Moses Ingram's ability to act in, in the yeah. series. Like Whoa, she, bold she, words there. She finally had something to do, which I thought mm-hmm. was really good. And she kind of nailed it. Um, I thought with yeah. that moment, I thought it was really good with them kind of talking across the door. Um, so all that, all of that was stuff that I liked. Um, the Vader fight was good. Some of it's a little clunky but overall just vader like overpowering her similarly to what we see in like fallen order i thought was was really well done um so those were things that i liked yeah like i mean like i said i think that's my favorite part of the episode is like moses ingram really because they that payoff of her watching her master die in episode one and then her seeing like you seeing her from her perspective hayden christensen come in and murder her friends you know, like it's like you feel that very much with her when she says, you know, he killed my the only family I've ever known. Um, and, you know, like just this kind of over like you can see the rage taking over and the whole thing about you don't know what I've done on my own and that kind of thing. And so, like, she's very much in that moment. And so I wanted to ask this question because genuinely, like, I could have misunderstood this. Um, maybe I missed something, but like I'm thinking that when obi-wan kind of like surrenders right he hands over all of his stuff and then he he convinces her again proximity (laughs) um he convinces her that he's gonna bring vader to her um and like in some sense i thought he was implying that he would help her fight him like we're gonna do this together um and then he just walks back in you know (laughs) gets the uh, he he overpowers the you know the dro- the uh, the stormtroopers gets back in gets on the ship and leaves. I thought that he was going to help her fight Vader, but did I misunderstand that? I think I must have missed something there because I was I thought like when she uh, is sitting there in the hangar and she's about to attack Vader, um, I was like, oh, where's Obi Wan? Is he going to show up? Like, is he going to help her? And then he didn't, obviously, because he's on the ship. But did I miss something there? I apologize if I did. Uh, Luke, Patrick, anybody? Luke, that wasn't really a hang-up for me. Um, like they, I, I felt like their little talk kind of did the like, hey, we we understand each other a bit more, but we're not we're not allies really. Okay. Um, but I like I I didn't know if he would end up helping or not, but like I feel like Obi Wan's goals of of getting the people out of there, getting Leah out, like never really changed. Okay. Because um, I wasn't sure if that was like if it was setting up like a like hey i'm gonna help you fight him kind of thing um like they had a mutual enemy i wasn't sure i was Um, i was surprised at how it played out because i was expecting that like i thought he was actually legitimately going to be captured and maybe taken up to the star destroyer and that was where the next kind of you know episode or scenes were going to play out so i didn't expect it to play out that way but but yeah i think his priority of getting everybody off planet he i mean he more or less uses reva there right yeah he manipulates her um, that's what i figured to to get what he wants yeah yeah that's the so I was thinking maybe he like 
he's doing kind of some forced things like in his own mind uh interestingly here's enough question, sorry here's a question i have from watching yep. this episode very serious question so like there's no chance your gut's gonna be busted when you hear this <laughs> um, do you know how long anakin skywalker has actually been evil no how long since he was in the sith grade <laughs> dumb idiot you stupid idiot yeah oh my goodness that's hilarious <laughs> it's i mean not to shift back to the from the gut busting if everyone needs a minute to to recover their guts please uh, pause the <laughs> oh podcast um but uh i mean i i was just a little confused i think if he was just manipulating her good on him great job yeah. um but i wonder where we're going from here um so obviously tala dies um, in this episode um, <laughs> but do we think that we're gonna see vader again after this episode because it seems like they're setting up a reva going to tattooing conversation but um does do we think that we're gonna get another fight between vader and obi-wan i think everyone's been kind of expecting it but is that where we're thinking we're heading i mean either way i think we're gonna see a fight but maybe not that fight i don't know how we're gonna get there because at this point vader doesn't know that reva's headed to tatooine um yeah and i don't know if they have any idea where obi-wan is so it would take i think it would take some gymnastics to get vader and obi-wan in the same spot again which which if the only fight we get between them is episode three's fight that's kind of i'm gonna be a little bit bummed out about that but no no um, no no, no. No, no, no. They, no, no, this, no, no. This was the second fight. This they fought again. There's more than one ways to fight. That is true. It'll be like that this, is true. And I, I, for all the talk of all of the, you know, the, I, I keep, I keep imagining this like infuriated friend of mine who's like they're spitting in the face of the cannon. <laughs> uh, but like that's I, not how his voice sounds. I, I should have done that. I'm, I'm not that friend, right? You're not. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's that confidence. Um. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, like if this, you know, thinking of the, you know, when I left you, I was, but the learner now I'm the master or whatever, like if they have a fight that's anchored in Obi-Wan teaching Anakin a lesson and then like coming out the victor here again, like that would fit to me. Um, like, I don't think I, I don't need them to fight. I don't need them to kiss. I don't need, you know, like if. <laughs> I'm sure we haven't seen the last of Vader, he said, uh, regretting it instantly. Um, <laughs> but I have I have no idea if he'll like see Obi-Wan again or if it's going to be like a shirtless Kylo kind of like, oh, I'm thinking about him light years away. And, you know. I think that's well, I mean, that's the thing that's interesting, though, because I, I guess then. This is how we get Obi-Wan back to Tatooine is he's going to go protect Luke now because he spent mm-hmm. the whole series protecting Leia. Um, and my guess would be from Reva. And, and, and in some sense, like, a maybe. And I, this, is a, this is a huge maybe. I don't want to speculate on this at all, cause especially because I have not really looked to see if there is any kind of, like, talk of this being a one-off. Like, so many of the Disney Plus shows, like, they have been very um, clearly one-offs, like WandaVision the Hawkeye show others are set up more to be more sequel like have more like series and um you know some they just do to see like hey are they gonna like this uh because if they do like it we could do more but if not and they know that this is like 
the most successful show in Disney Plus history. So maybe they're kind of leaving it open-ended, knowing that people will want to see more and, you know, get more money and all that kind of stuff. So maybe they're just like, we don't want to do the payoff with another Luke Vader fight on at this point, And we want to do a little bit more waiting, but um, maybe that's it. But um, it will be interesting to see, because again, you're fighting, like, <laughs> I feel kind of bad for Reva at this point, because if she's going there to mess up Luke, right? She's badly injured. Like, we can't just, you can't skate past that, right? Like, she got stabbed through the chest by Darth Vader. Like, she's going to, now she's going to go to Tatooine um, and presumably fight Obi-Wan. I mean, this is like the worst kind of odds you could have. Even like a less powerful Obi-Wan, I still feel like could take her easily. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's interesting like the, that's kind of the payoff. Like I, I'm, I, I agree with you, Patrick. Like I don't need them to like make up or kiss or, or fight again or things like that, especially <laughs> if they're going to do it again. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you're already between the two fights that they already have in Canon, the one in episode three and the one in episode four. But um, I don't know. Like, I still think that they probably will either in this season or next. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting to kind of see like uh, or to think through like where they're heading with this because yet again, I, the one thing I got to give this the the show writers like credit for, at the end of every single episode each week, um, I have no idea where this series is going. <laughs> I don't know what what, what we can expect. Right? Um, she going gets to Tatooine. She gets to Luke. Luke's like, "Oh, you big scary. Who are you?" And she says, "Riva." And he says, "Riva, who?" And she says, Reva Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> and then she buries her lightsaber in the desert. I'm Aunt Beru uh, now. That's right. <laughs> hey, best, best thing about going back, back to Tatooine, more Joel Edgerton. Yes, I agree with that. Owen mentioned in this episode, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, uh, which again is a callback to episode, is that episode one or episode two, where she kind of intimidates him? two i think it's yeah it's two that sounds right um another thing just to mention still no qui-gon Jin. yes uh, in this episode so um and i'm you know now i'm not entirely sure if we will see him in this i have uh, to say i was a little disappointed when i saw the runtime of today's episode because i was hoping that maybe the last couple episodes would be more feature length you know like an yeah. hour and a half because a lot of shows are going that direction where the last few episodes are long i mean stranger stranger things this season like literally every episode is like an hour and a half right um they're the pretty... last two ones are like are at least that yeah they come out july 1st they're pretty yeah, they're pretty crazy um yeah they're movies so i was hoping for a little bit more but that's okay yeah um it seems like also this is just uh, this is an observation so when um reva opens the door and obi-wan decides to force push it seems like that's decently powerful doesn't he knock her back like several feet plus it's like, a great visual it really works like it was so good because it's also the first several rows of stormtroopers also fall down right like it was it was quite they're affected i don't remember if they fall but yeah i don't like know if she like caught them the when middle. she flew by or something or if, if they were physically pushed themselves but we gotta assume he's getting a little bit stronger here with no training might i add seems so, that way um so again i don't know what to expect out of that because and i mean 
I, I think that it's been interesting to see him kind of redevelop into those roles, like using a lightsaber more frequently mm-hmm. than the blaster and things like that um, into this episode. You know, he's kind of like battling with the, with the uh, um, he's leading more. Yep. yep. At, shots. at the beginning of that scene, when, when she's like, when they're like, uh, you know, tell, tell Reva, I want to talk. I was like, ah, the negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I really liked um, uh, a lot of the cinematography there too. Like I, I do want to uh, talking about that, uh, the scene, like from when the door opens in that first, like ridiculous, like revolutionary war fight, where they just stand <laughs> 10 feet apart firing. That's right. Uh, but I really love a lot of like the color, uh, you know, like it cuts to them and it's like Reva's red lightsaber over the, you know, being reflected and or glowing on all the stormtroopers, And then you cut across and it's, obi-wan and everyone like shaded in blue and like repeat like i just it was such a classic star wars um moment i really enjoyed it a lot yeah yeah and so you do see a lot this has been cool because like unlike rogue one so rogue one the the pieces are a little bit more moving and in place Mm -hmm. in terms of the rebellion this is very much like very like groundswell kind of stuff which is pretty cool um you know what else is pretty cool let's do this uh lando's nickname before he became a skilled pilot what was that crash dough oh my gosh (laughs) guts busted we are doing no one any favors today (laughs) um that's actually canon that's from the books yeah that's (laughs) yeah Mm, mm. rest in peace extended universe um so, Luke, what did you think of the kind of they do a little bit more of the the path a little bit? And like you see a bunch of lightsabers sitting there and some Jedi robes <laughs> and stuff that's sitting down. What did you think of that? I thought that was a little curious to put in there. My yeah, immediate the, the Buddhism. Yeah. Talk about that. <laughs> My immediate thought when I saw the lightsabers was available at Galaxy's Edge starting, <laughs> you know, summer 2022. Uh, all so of the funny. suburban moms didn't want us watching star wars because of like eastern spirituality but really it was capitalism the whole time it was capitalism the whole time that's, that's exactly right, right. <laughs> that's so funny yeah i i looked up i forget the number but i remember early on when i saw that first little droid that uh that leia has and like that it immediately went on sale in galaxy's edge I was just like, man, they're gonna make so much money off of that, and it's it's already like they've already sold out in, in east and west of the uh, those little droids. So doesn't mission matter. accomplished. Doesn't matter. We'll never be as special as as DJ R three X. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of droids, it is Pride Month, and I want to point out: Does R two D two have any brothers? <laughs> no, only transistors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow guts you don't think that's funny you get your hate out of here get your that's out of here. you don't guts. think that's funny the go go just get yeah <laughs> just get um so back back to your original question hank yeah. um my guess is is this is my well i don't know maybe it's giving disney too much credit for their ability to actually plan out stories but i feel like this is going i feel like this is a tie-in to something else like that they're going to do something with the the path, you know, some kind of other story uh, related to like, who are all the other Jedi that have come through here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and either in a connection to something like a fallen order or, you know, maybe another series or maybe Ahsoka, you know, I think we're going to see more of that whole idea of like the kind of Jedi underground railroad in uh, other places. 
Yeah. I'm really interested to see kind of where they go with that. In some sense, this episode was very quick, in my opinion, because it was very mm-hmm. much like they're found. Let's get them out of here. Battle scene, you know, Reva's attacked, all that kind of stuff. So this one felt like it went by really quick because of, I think, all the action that happened in there. Yeah. Um, which was really interesting. So there wasn't really a lot there. And like, again, like the, the side characters um, are really great um, in the and I mean, like they don't get a lot of screen time, like I said, with Tala and you kind of feel her death and things like that. That's that's pretty interesting. One of the things that felt kind of like a little weird is, you know, it's like, oh, man, if you turn yourself in, she dies for nothing. He just does it anyway. And then it's all fine. Like, I don't know. I felt like that was unnecessarily. <laughs> Same g- they give that guy every line that means nothing. <laughs> that poor guy. Is you so- need to get out of here. You're endangering all of us, but I will help you. I will do whatever you ask. <laughs> if you turn yourself over, she died for nothing, but okay. Okay, do it anyway. <laughs> so, it is. Yeah, I don't know. I There's a part of me that feels like when I'm looking at the arc <laughs> of the series, like the first two episodes into the third one, I feel like the last two could have been written a little bit differently to make a little bit more sense. Yeah, the, the um, other the other one you missed, Patrick, was hey, this isn't playtime. Okay, get her a ladder. Yeah, I was thinking it, <laughs> but I didn't want to be that guy and interrupt again. Oh, no, you're no, good. No, you're good. No, Hank. What I, do you think I, this is? Oh, I should do that. Okay. Okay, sure. No, I agree, Hank. I <laughs> That's think- right. I can do it in three hours. You got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy i, I honestly that, i'm sorry like that's just such a good in in 10 years family guy will spoof that yep <laughs> i honestly think you're right hank it feels like the last couple of episodes last two episodes could have been one you know what i mean like that there would have yeah. been a way to they could have been obi-wan to tighten them up a little bit and not or make like we talked about longer episodes like could you do all of that within an hour in one episode rather than try to stretch stretch your cost too because i think our part of our consensus after the last episode was like it felt a little bit like a filler yeah you know more than the other episodes did so yeah i wonder if there's a way to combine and again this is me who has no uh like experience at all doing this but uh i wonder if there's a way to like combine because like the we've i think all agreed as well that the scene of them talking through the metal door is done really well. Um, and I wonder if there's a way to combine that with his capturing scene, because there's just real like, that is, you don't need to do that. Like they completely erase that, like within the matter of seconds, him turning himself in like this, cause there's this whole thing where he hands over his communicator and hands over his lightsaber and his blaster. And so I don't know. I just wonder if there's a way to streamline all of that, which then cuts out a big portion of it to then squeeze into the last episode. But yeah. The other part that I thought of, and again, same thing, totally not a writer, um, but I feel like they saved a lot with Reva's character for this episode. Like I think in the first four episodes, we really didn't get much of her motivation. We talked about that in one of the, one of the other podcasts, like, she's fairly bland those first four episodes i mean i'm thinking like what if they took this reveal that she was one of the padawans and bring it all the way back to the second episode where she has that original conflict with obi-wan and we learn that about her really early so that the next meeting between her and obi-wan you know he's kind of had a chance to think about how he might try to lead her to vader you know Mm -hmm. and just kind of give that a little bit more space to breathe because that was pretty quick of like 
oh, you were a Padawan. Oh, I'm going to try to convince you. And then you're actually going to execute my plan. Like that all happened within basically like five minutes of each other. Whereas yeah. I think you could have maybe put that first bit, a bit of information earlier in the season and allow that to like marinate a little bit. Um, yeah. over time. I, I, I'll say again, I think it should have come out when she was interrogating Leia. Yeah. Like I thought you should have had like, you know, like little girl, scarred little girl you know like kind of thing i like obi-wan's quick thinking i like the desperation my personally that's fine but i you know she wasn't even in any clear distress but it was no less obvious to anybody watching yeah right like we all expected something so yeah Yeah. they they played it kind of close to the chest but i don't know of a single person watching this in episode five going whoa you know like i don't really think anyone was running to the message boards yeah and it's interesting because um i mean i guess i could see it this way the only way that would make sense to me that because again the you're i think you're absolutely right that the the kind of she her turning to like trusting obi-wan's plan is super quick because it it appears in her conversation with him that she partially blames him for vader killing her friends you know he was your padawan why weren't you there to stop him and so in some sense she does want him to suffer and so i think the motivation you know my original thought was that she wanted to find him to get his help but it seems like actually her motivation is she wants him to die and suffer too and then she's going to kill vader at some later point I really um, did like that. I thought it made a lot of narrative sense. Yeah, yeah. totally. I, I think, think that's is, the right call. Yeah, yeah. Much better, I think, than what I was thinking in that sense. It was just, um, I think it does create the problem, as, as Luke mentioned, um, that uh, you are going to have a situation where it's like, okay, well, why does she believe him at all? So that'll be interesting to see. So, Patrick, quick question um, <laughs> with this. Do so, I have another restaurant-based joke? to bust guts that is the one bust out tauntaun guts yes i do do this tauntaun and i'm so impressed that you knew that yep luke luke had to run away right now he's that's right because because his guts were busted so i will stall um this is i this exists okay i'm not this isn't my material what did obi-wan tell luke when his young apprentice was having a difficult time using chopsticks at the Chinese restaurant. What did he tell him, Patrick? Use the forks, Luke. <laughs> so great. And I just have to point this out, like as welcome back, Luke. I just have to point this out, okay? Because what this is a this is a list of 99 Star Wars jokes that would even make Darth Vader laugh. Okay. Darth Vader and they're already defensive because like the the subtitle the tagline is these don't even need the force to be funny we promise it's we promise it's but so then, funny because it 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 reminds me so much of Stewie in Blue Harvest that's just like my dive my diaper just went over to the dark side it's just absolutely that level and you think like oh wow Patrick is is absolutely sifting through this this gut-busting, amazing list of jokes and choosing just the few the few stinkers, the few Sith jokes right. that snuck into all these Jedis. No. No, I'm reading you the good ones. There are bad ones that aren't even jokes. I'm going to read you this one entry. It says, it is, this is the whole thing, whole thing front to back. We don't want to sound racist, but 
Oh. All stormtroopers look the same to us. Mm. Which is just kind of racist. Like, right? <laughs> like it doesn't work without the racist setup. And it's yeah, that, that's these... a very narrow set of uh, people who would appreciate that joke. It's oh, absolutely. That that is they don't. That would make Darth Vader laugh. That would make <laughs> Darth Vader laugh. Maybe Darth Vader is racist. Promise. Anyway, um, quick uh, pivot to, back to the show. Yeah. Um, what, what was your question that you were going to ask me before Luke? I was going to ask you. So, what do you think about? So, the reveal at the end of this episode is that because at the beginning of this episode, Reva finds Obi Wan and Vader makes her the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, and yeah. then the end of this episode is the Grand Inquisitor coming back in really just just perfect health, you know, just the vision. <laughs> Not chopped up at all by... <laughs> like, he's just stand. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how much time has passed. It's been, what, a couple days at least? And he's just, like, back on his feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so he's back. He's Grand Inquisiting again. And apparently he's real mad about it because he the... kept talking about rage there. Yeah. Is there so... a question? Yeah, like, what do you think of this reveal? I mean, I think we all saw it coming, but... I think um... it was very revealing. <laughs> I think he was thoroughly revealed. I was like, well, that's who that is. And we all remember because of the... Because he's always wearing those ridiculous, like, Bose AirPods. On <laughs> that's <his> right. Head. <laughs> like, he's always listening to jams. I mean, I get it. John Williams is the son of a gun. But, um, yeah, like, again, I mean, he was very very uh recovered i thought that was fine it i don't know is it fun is it fun to sit and nitpick like they really didn't play into any intrigue there like it wasn't like a big reveal it was just like and then this happened you know because there was no darth vader wants to be like i saw this coming the whole time but he also like let obi-wan get away because he put her in charge too so it's just like okay he saw it coming, but he really kept her on a like a loose leash. Yeah. So I mean, I thought like, okay. I, I mean, I was surprised he was back. I was I was very happy for Luke, who I know really liked the Grand Inquisitor, and so I thought like, oh, this will be fun. And I, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have him back because apparently every other Inquisitor has more important stuff to do all of a sudden. Yeah, uh, that's right. They were nowhere to be found. Like, <laughs> never mind. That we just spent however many episodes like all hands on deck and now that we're circling in it's like well yeah, i'm sure you have other things and <laughs> it was his kid's birthday so he's not here yeah but, uh, yeah it's it is interesting like there's just been there are some curious choices here i wonder how much of the if at all like his the because the theme of this episode has very been very much been vader's desire to win has always been his downfall um and to prove himself which again kind of plays back into the whole high ground moment you know Mm. and everything like that so like very much that's kind of been the thing that they've been trying to teach you a little bit um interestingly enough i don't know if you picked up on this luke or not one of the things that i i thought was interesting is that um that when they did the flashback obi-wan had his episode one lightsaber um and luke obviously i mean anakin obviously had the lightsaber that is the one that he has in episode two but uh at the beginning of episode i think two obi-wan has a different lightsaber from the one in episode one am i wrong about that luke so there so at the beginning of episode two obi-wan has the same kind of lightsaber he has in episode one there are okay. some there are some subtle differences but yeah he carries that until he loses it 
when he gets captured by Dooku. And then you just whole new model, just all the way down after that. So yeah. Can you take that. us through maybe like in a PowerPoint presentation those <laughs> subtle differences? I probably yes. could. There's little there's little holes in the pommel cubes and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, I, I know that you're mm-hmm. like doing a bit, but I know that like there's a part of you that's like really impressed that he actually is able. I'm to very, do that. I'm very interested. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it's just funny. Uh, so any, uh, before we get back to another gut buster, any final thoughts on on this episode five? I think this one's a little bit shorter because this one felt just like it happened real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any final thoughts, uh, Patrick? Sure. Um, I, th- I thought it was really great cinematography. There were some, I like some really classic screensavers in this one mm. you're gonna want to pick up um like even to the last vestige of a tatooine i thought was was beautiful like it was it was mm. so good uh obi-wan and vader finally get the good treatment they deserve uh the empire was interesting and as stupid as always ah. um rest in peace tala you were queen um <laughs> Don't know why she wouldn't throw the thermal detonator on the other side of that big indestructible droid, but you know, sometimes you got to go out, <laughs> go out like the queen you are. That's um, right. I got to put the plane in the water. Yeah. <laughs> why don't uh, you eject? I got to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I really think that Senator Organa's behavior in this one is just really just a reminder about cybersecurity and making <laughs> sure, you know, use those dual authenticators. Okay. Two step. Two steps. That's really important. Are you a robot? Yeah. Uh, all right, Luke. Final thoughts on this episode? <laughs> I like the episode overall. I thought it was a good characterization of Obi Wan. Um, you know, you saw the negotiator piece. You saw um, uh, a face of his character that was very consistent with like A New Hope. You know, when they get captured in the Death Star, and he's like, "Hey, there's ways that we can do this without a straightforward fight." Han Solo is like, "I'd like a straightforward fight," but you know, this is a similar kind of thing where he's like, "There's more than one way to." to to have a fight here and, and, you know, to win this particular battle. So I thought all that was really, really good. Um, I think the only thing that really just grinds my gears is probably at the end, you know, kind of how they set up the next episode with, it's just so convenient with how she finds that communicator laying there and is able to relay that message. That's really the only piece of the episode that just felt so convenient, you know, and just not very creatively written of how she kind of set things, sets things up for the next episode. But uh, I, I thought this was, easily the most creative um in its representation of obi-wan and anakin and uh yeah it's probably my maybe my favorite or probably second favorite episode of the series so far yeah i would agree with all that one thing i think also is really great and this is definitely a minor piece of this um episode but i i saw somewhere online like that one of the things that's really cool about this series that is very much a payoff that we probably weren't expecting was Leia's like excitement when she hears that Ben Kenobi is coming to save her on the Death Star because she remembers, you know, um, and then also why she would name her son Ben. Right. Because like there's that scene where he very much believes in her when no one else does to like be able to fix what's going on to get those doors open and stuff like that so i thought i think that's kind of cool and like i said i think the leia obi-wan relationship 
has been one of those special kind of payoffs because, and again, I just think this is one of the things this, this uh, show has gotten right just on the like non-force side of things. They've captured a lot of really good emotions. Um, and I feel like they've captured them really well, like with Tala saying that, you know, this is never who I was to um, Riva talking about how this is, uh, you know, he killed the only family I ever knew and, you know, and blaming Obi-Wan partially for that. And then even Obi-Wan looking at Leia and seeing um, Padme, right? Um, again, all of that, I just feel like was captured really well by some really good acting. Um, and not it's not even like Tala um, is given a lot of screen time to make us feel those things, but I think she still pulls it off. And so they've captured some really good emotions, I think really quite well. So um, I'm, I'm really impressed with that. But that'll about do it for us. We'll be back here next week with the finale. It's coming to an end, fellas. Um, and we will be here for one more episode. Um, don't forget to leave a review wherever you're at. Let us know what you think. As we are heading off, let us hear one more of those gut-busting jokes from Patrick Taylor. You got one on tap for us, bud? Sure. It's No, one, no one's here to even listen to it. They're all at the hospital uh or dead on the floor because they didn't listen to our thing but i don't i actually don't have time for a gut buster i gotta get out of here i'm gonna go eat jar jar bing's favorite meal which what is that miso soup <laughs> <laughs> it's so and, stupid. and with that oh, final man. gut busted we are gonna call it a night thank you so much for joining us here on the art house road show we'll see you next time bye and that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us on Art House Roadshow. We'll see you next time.